Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed, a podcast on the Lughole Network, uh, and these next two weeks are gonna be crazy. Uh, not so much these next two weeks, but the one that comes after it. Uh, if you're listening to this, it is probably Wednesday, July, I'm gonna guess 11th, that's my guess, um, but I might be completely wrong. 14th, Wednesday, July 14th, the 11th is Sunday. I am bad at math. Um, but I'm recording this on Thursday, July 8th. Um, and getting out early. There's a lot of new music that's come out recently that I've wanted to talk about, but haven't had a solo episode uh, recently. This is episode 98. We are two away from episode 100, and I have a very special 100th episode planned for you guys. Uh, but before I get into any of the songs that I've been listening to recently, uh, check out some of the... Check me out on socials. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a hurry, so this all has to be one take, more or less. But follow me on my socials. I'm James P. Crowley on Instagram and TikTok. James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter. Um, the podcast is on Instagram, James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, one word. And yeah, and if you guys like the podcast, please tell a friend, tell your family, tell your family, tell your wife, your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your partner, your significant other, whatever you call the people in your lives. Um, tell them about it. And also, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find the podcast. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, bef let's get into just some of the music I've been listening to recently. And first up, we have a song from an album that I've been so excited to hear, and I'm so glad it's finally out. It is Partner in Crime by Lucy Dacus from Home Video. podcast at all you know that i am a major lucy dacus fan uh we stand lucy here on james crowley's infinite playlist um and i really like this song i was really kind of taken aback by it the first time i heard it because of where it falls on the album because basically the song right before it i believe is called going going gone and it is like this sweet folky homey number and it ends with all these people kind of coming together and singing all together and i think that it's a bunch of celebrities i you know like the boy genius collaborators i think like connor oberst is in there it is it is a killer track uh this whole album is great you know and there's so many great songs on it this one i just say stands out the most because then at the end of going going gone lucy kind of talks about how she she's like oh that was great that was the take it like should be the end of the album and i was like oh cool that's it this is it you know great 
album, love it so much. And then I'm just kind of on my walk, and then this song starts. And I'm like, oh, I haven't heard this before. And it's kind of unexpected, just because as you just heard, Lucy's voice is drenched in autotune, and it's so good. I really like it, and I really uh, love the themes of this album, which is a lot of kind of like reckoning with religious trauma, but also kind of examining things from your past that you assign a lot of meaning when you're younger, but doesn't necessarily have a lot of meaning when you get older, but then does, but it still does if like you really think about it. Uh, it's very hard to describe. I'm planning on writing about this album because I really love it. Um, if that review is up, I will put it in the show notes. Uh, but let's keep on rolling along into my next song, which was Afraid of Heights by Billy Talent. This is an old song that I hadn't heard until recently, and I haven't heard it for the first time until very recently. There's a lot of oldies on this playlist, uh, in addition to a lot of the new stuff that I'm very excited to talk about, um, because I just bought Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 for my Nintendo Switch, and I love it so much. I'm hooked. Like, if I have a little bit of time now before I go pick up Emmy from the train station, I'm going to spend it playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I love it so much. It is so good. Um, But this is a song that keeps standing out to me every time that I hear it in the game because Billy Talent, really because of Billy Talent's voice. He has this sort of operatic, almost like Rob Halfordy 80s metal-esque voice that I really love, I really resonate with, but it's over this really awesome, gruff, cool punk song. And I mean, you know, it's funny to just kind of listening to it because I did a piece about Tony Hawk Pro Skater on the soundtrack for Newsweek back when I was working there, and I interviewed one of the music supervisors for it, and uh, one of the songs I'd asked him about was the song mid 20 Skateboarder by Pew Pew Pew, because I already love that band, I already love that song. And he said part of the reason they decided some of the newer songs was they felt that it fit the mold, it fit the aesthetic, things like that. And so what he said, so when I was listening to this, this song, I believe, came out in 2016. And, you know, it really kind of resonated with that sort of idea because he said, well, mid-20s skateboarder, the lyric is mid-20s skateboarder, I hope I don't get hurt. And then the whole idea of being afraid of heights, like, as I'm playing the game my butt clenches up when I go off some big jump because I'm worried about landing it. Like, right now, I'm just... I beat most of the game, at least the first part, so I'm trying to just 
keep winning and getting better, and I'm trying to get all of the challenges done. So most of the challenges that I had left were just high score challenges that are very difficult for me. So I'm just like going all out. So I am afraid of heights even in the Tony Hawk game. But so let's keep on moving along into a song that's kind of related when I was young by Blink-182. I have made it pretty clear on this podcast that I'm not the world's biggest Blink-182 fan, but I would also have to be um, an idiot to not be able to acknowledge how big of an influence they are on so much music and so much of the stuff that I love. Um, So I was devastated when I heard that Mark Hoppus was diagnosed with cancer and you know, I've been following it, I've been seeing a lot of news about it, and, you know, I'm just kind of hoping for the best for him. So I that kind of inspired this pick a little bit, you know, just because I'm not the world's biggest Blink-182 fan. I like Blink-182, but I don't love Blink-182. But when Blink-182 does it right, goddamn do they do it right. Um, I was leaving for a run the other day, and this EP showed up on my... Uh, recommended music on apple music and it's the uh dogs eating dogs ep which i believe was the last release they did with tom DeLong. and i remember buying this when i was in college because i liked blink 182 a little bit more than or i liked the idea of blink 182 excuse me um so listening so uh, you know i went back and i remembered this song really hitting hard and um it still really hits hard it's a song about growing up and i think one of the things that people underestimate about blink 182 is how good they are at doing the serious songs when they do the serious songs um so like this one you know tom DeLong singing like when i was young the buildings were smaller my adults seemed stronger things like that that still resonates with me now as a 27 year old as it did when i was 18 19 however old i was when this first came out and i imagine even if you were like a teenager when you first heard this like a, one of those teens that was into blink 182 at 13 maybe you got into it through an older sibling or cousin or something or discovered it through the internet you know i think if you went back and listened to this now it would resonate a lot harder with you because you it's like the wonder years lyric growing up means watching my heroes turn human um so I've had a lot of Blink-182 and pop-punk on the mind recently. I think partially because of the Tony Hawk game. Uh, but yeah, so I've had that. And there's a little bit more of that coming up later. But let's roll on into the next song, which is Back to School by A Great Big Pile of Leaves. Where did the summer go? I'm gonna do it today. 
summer go. So a great big pile of leaves just put out the first single from their third album that's coming out. I think it's their first album in like five years or something. It's been a while since there was a Great Big Pile of Leaves album. And I remember a Great Big Pile of Leaves getting a lot of traction when the emo revival was new and was just starting to hit. And I tried listening to them and I don't think it really hit me the first time I heard it. Like a lot of those kind of emo revival bands didn't because I didn't totally get it at the time. Um, but I had ordered a 10 mystery CD pack from Top Shelf Records when they were doing a sale back when I still bought CDs regularly. And, um, this was one of them, this album, I believe it's called, oh, crap, 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 crap. I'm not going to look this up. Um, but it's a great big pile of leaves. The album cover looks like a pizza container and it like the CD felt like a pizza container. The album's called You're Always On My Mind, which is a very emo title. And uh, I listened to it a lot. I listened to it a ton. I really enjoyed it. It really resonated with me at the time. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of, after they released their new single, I didn't, it didn't like connect with me. I need to listen to it again. But I went back and I listened to this album and I forgot how familiar it is. I forgot how well I knew these songs because this was the CD I played the most when Top Shelf sent it to me. And uh, the song still hit. But um, we're going to keep on rolling along into my next song, which was Digging In by Hot Mulligan. I really liked Hot Mulligan when they came out, and then they didn't really connect with me as much as I thought they would, and they put out this album last year that I believe that I wrote about briefly for Newsweek. I think I blurbed it. Um, but I, I was listening to it, and I was... I don't know, something struck me and made me want to listen to it. I think their new EP was in the, my recommended music on Apple Music, so I checked that out, and I thought it was good, so I queued up this one. And uh, again, I just really enjoyed it. I was kind of taken aback by how much I liked the album from last year, even though it didn't totally connect with me at the time. And I sent it to one of my friends because I was like, this reminds me of the emo stuff that we would have listened to in high school. And I just think that they did a really great job of kind of capturing that sort of sense of rage and emotion and all these things that you go through that you just want to experience and talk about. And the line, I kept like catching lines here and there, but the only one that I can remember off the top of my head is something like, does your dad know that he fucked his kids up or something like that. Um, and it's just a really, really good record um i'm looking forward to diving in a little bit more uh lots of pop punk this week um but anyway uh let's keep on rolling along into my next song which was pills by jaden don't have me go. 
I told you it was going to be a pop punk week. Um, yeah, I've made a lot of TikToks talking about Jaden in the, or I've had a lot of conversations about Jaden and I've had, I made a TikTok talking about him. This isn't totally my cup of tea. I'm not going to lie about that. My favorite thing that Jaden did was that driver's license cover that absolutely slaps. Um, but I saw the album dropped and I was excited and I was curious and... You know, I've been playing the Tony Hawk game, so I keep getting that Machine Gun Kelly song stuck in my head, uh, even though I don't want to because I feel less punk, and I made that TikTok talking about him, you know, having the concert and it being like a super spreader event. But so I listened to this, and I was like, this isn't totally my cup of tea, but it still really works, and it, you know, it kind of feels like Blink-182. It kind of feels like All Time Low, and this kind of stuff has gotten me really excited for the next next wave of pop punk just because all the bands that I love like the Wonder Years and the Gaslight Anthem and you know all that type of stuff really is built off of this excitement from you know those bands got popular I think in my opinion off the excitement of a lot of other bands that were probably a little bit bigger you know I was talking to a friend of mine that uh we were seeing when we were seeing Brian Fallon together we were talking about the first time he saw the Gaslight Anthem, and it was opening up for My Chemical Romance. <laughs> and he was like, I did not get it. I could not stand it at the time. Uh, but now I love it. And I think that, you know, that's just part of it. And I think that these bands could help expose people to other bands that I like. And I think that it'll help bands that I like get bigger. And I think that that is important. But anyway, we're going to roll on into the next song, which is The Gnashing by Deaf Heaven. <laughs> Oh, 
the time that this episode comes out, I will have listened to this song many times, but at the time that it is being released, I have only listened to this song, uh, like, twice. <laughs> but I really liked it. I really enjoy the new Deaf Heaven sound. I really like that it's kind of post-punky. This song is a little bit heavier than um, their past song, which is um, a great mass of color, I believe, something to that effect from Infinite Granite. I'm very excited. They also just announced a tour. I'm debating on whether or not I should buy tickets because every time I have tickets to see Death Heaven, um, me and Frankie Becerra end up having something comedy related and I value my comedy career more than I value concerts, if I'm being honest. Um, but so... I don't know. I'm going to text him before I get tickets. Um, but anyway, let's roll on in to my second to last song, which is Sir Baudelaire featuring DJ Drama by Tyler the Creator. In the world, jet fuel sent it best. Swim trunks in the trunk, Geneva water the best. The passport looking thick, the afro need a pick. My skin soak up the sun, ain't shaking hands with you bums. Bunny hopper, the new car doors, they lift open. The lake water, dry off the French open. I rub it in these niggas' faces like thick lotion. That big B is in motion. Uh, Cool peach cobbler dough, spit like a llama dough. Used to be reckless, you should see what them commas do. Noon to full season, summertime, look like private school. Keep it low, don't want that shit to blow like Osama's shoe. I'm a true connoisseur, hotel concierge. Know me as that spaced out nigga with the Chunky ears, UFC, that shit swole up, that's VVS, keep Vic safe, that's a mansion on that USB, it's T. Yeah. I hope you niggas been spending your time wisely. Call me if you get lost, baby. As you can tell, we have <laughs> this shit for the sun seekers. We got the bikes on the tarmac. Welcome to the disco. Hitting willies and shit. Call me if you get lost. So besides Lucy, Tyler was the big album that I was very excited for. And I really enjoy it. I really, really enjoy this album. And I've had it playing a lot. And the only reason I chose Sir Baudelaire is because I've listened to the album a lot, but I listen to it all the way through pretty much every time. And I didn't want to include Lumberjack because it seems cliche and it's the single. Um, but So I chose this because it's kind of indicative of the whole thing. If you haven't listened to this album, go listen to the whole thing. It is fantastic. I'm sure I will have many more thoughts on it. Last week I talked to Nathan Ragland about uh, Tyler on our episode talking about painting a mental picture and he is one of the best. He's incredible. So yeah, go back and listen. Go listen to this if you haven't. And I've been going back to Tyler's back catalog and loving it so much. I listened to some shit from Bastard last night while I was working out. Still great. Still good stuff. But anyway, we're going to roll on into my last song, which is Seams and Stitches by With the Punches.
I love With the Punches so much. Everyone knows that. One of my favorite bands. One of the bands that I always say changed my life. I would probably not listen to pop punk if I did not hear With the Punches at the right time. I don't think I would have discovered The Wonder Years. Uh, Seams and Stitches, the record turned nine the other day. Um, and it's incredible. It's a great record. It's an album that took some time to grow on me from when I was a little kid and I first heard it because I liked the posy stuff that was on like Keep It Going. But I think that Seams and Stitches is great. I love it. I think that it's a fitting piece for the band as a whole, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. I tweeted at them to talk about the line, uh, two things I've learned not to believe in are a fear of hell and waiting for good luck, uh, which has kind of inadvertently become a bit of the way that I kind of go about and approach my life. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I love this band. I love this record. Um, and I'm going to play it a lot this summer because I was reminded of it so early on. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Follow the socials, leave a five-star review, tell a friend about the podcast, and I'll jam out with you next time. Bye. This has been a Lug Hole Podcast.